Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we check in with Daryl Fordyce, the Valor FC assistant coach, on what they have to do to get a win at Forge this weekend. Also, we talked to Shane Osiande, forward for the Winnipeg Sea Bears. They're hosting Montreal Friday night. We'll get you caught up and set up for the big game on the podcast. Coming up this weekend, the next match for Valor FC on the road on Saturday evening, 6 p.m. Central Time start in Hamilton at Forge FC. Uh, this is currently the second place team in the Canadian Premier League. Valor FC down in seventh right now as they have fallen on a bit of an inconsistent patch here. And to tell us more about how they're going to turn it around is Daryl Fordyce, former captain of Valor FC, now an assistant with the club. Daryl, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell me, how do you feel about this game coming up on Saturday, coming off a pair of 2-0 losses for your team? Yeah, um, we've got back to the training pitch. We've put in a lot of work. Um, and, you know, we're going to approach it to, to try and get a result this weekend. Um, obviously, going to Forge, they're the reigning champions. Um, they score a lot of goals, you know, so... We have to approach the game um, very intelligently and we know for sure that we have to put in the hard work um, to change things around for ourselves. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of a lot of work put in this weekend for sure. Back on June 16th, a Friday night game at IG Field, 2-0 win for Valor over Forge. Was that your best performance of the season, you think? Um, it was one of them for sure. You know, uh, we managed to get the result. There's a lot of games we've we've actually played really well and you know maybe drew the game or ended up losing. Um, but yeah, that's been the story of our season so far. It's but again, it's it's soccer. It's like any sport. You know, you got to score to win games, and and you know we haven't scored as many as we as we wanted to score, and that's just been the difference for us at the minute. So after a, a long patch where you had a lot of ties. Uh, it's been wins and losses recently. You had a 2-0 loss to Halifax, that win against Forge, lost to Pacific, you beat Vancouver FC, lose to Cavalry at home on Canada Day, and then a loss in Ottawa last weekend. How do you feel about the run of play? Again, not getting the results, but do you feel like you're close, or where is the team at right now? Yeah, well, a lot of games, you know, we've, we've dominated the game, and um, I sort of put it down to say there's a golfer, you know, he hits a good drive, um, he hits a good shot to the green, and then he misses a three foot putt, you know, to to get to go one up. Um, that's been a lot of our game so far, and even the game last weekend, I felt we should have scored um, a goal before we conceded um, a silly penalty kick, and you know that that's been the story so far. And but again, we just gotta we gotta work hard, um, even harder than what we've been doing and, and uh, you know, turn our fortunes around um, going into the second half of the season. So, you know, we've all played well. Um, again, it's just those little three-foot putts that we're missing. Um, it's made it, it's actually making a difference for us in, in a negative way rather than winning games. So how does that change? I had Phil DeSantis, head coach, last week and I asked him just simply, how do you score more goals? And he said, if I knew or if he knew then, uh, or if I knew he'd hired me, but uh, 11 goals through 14 matches is the lowest in the Canadian Premier League. Uh, how do you change that mid-season? Is it, or is that just a, an unanswerable question? 
Yeah, that's obviously that's the holy grail in, in soccer for sure, and that's why the guys who score the most goals get paid the most money. Um, I guess it's like in any sport. Uh, but yeah, it's, we've uh, scored the least, but we've also conceded the least. Um, you know, and that's where we we just need to find a way to score uh, more goals. And uh, because it's not that we're not creating chances, we're we are creating chances and good chances. You know that, that when you look at them, it's like, hey, that's that's got to be a goal. Um, but for whatever reason, the ball was went over the net or hit the post. Um, you know, and uh, normally it, it goes in the net. Uh, but yeah, that's where we find ourselves right now. Uh, there's there's been a lot of work put in again this week in training. We've got another session, training session tomorrow um, before we play the game on Saturday. Uh, but you know, so there's been no no shy of hard work from everybody. Um, and again, it's down to yourselves to to keep believing and continue to work hard to uh, to change our fortunes around. So you are in seventh of an eight-team league, but is it comforting knowing at the halfway point that now that there's an additional playoff spot available, a couple wins and boom, you're right back in it? Yeah, that's the Canadian Premier League for you. You know, last year, um, I think we played three games. We won three games in a row, and that just put us right back up there. Um, and again, that's where we find ourselves seventh because a few of the teams that were below us They've managed to win two games in a row, or three games out of four, and now they've they've jumped up the table. Um, you know, so that's what we have to have to be looking forward to doing. Also, um, getting a few wins, um, hopefully back to back. And and again, that's a Canadian Premier League. It's so tight uh, that a few wins can just put you right up there. You know, so we're just focusing on the next game. I suppose. We know we're going to the the home of the reigning champions. Um, they're a very top team, if not the top team, uh, and we know it's going to be very tough. We beat them. We beat them at home. Again, they beat us at their place earlier in the season, but we felt that we should have at least got a draw, if not won that game. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be. Game. But again, it's it's uh, we got to break the hard yards in if we want to get something from it. I was back on uh, May 13th in Hamilton, a 3-2 loss. Uh, how are you enjoying being an assistant coach this year? Yeah, really, really good. Um, I really enjoy it because it's a it's a big challenge, that's for sure. It's it's completely different to playing. You know, um, it's a lot more a lot, a lot more mental work that has to go into it. Um, after after a game, you're not physically tired; you're more mentally tired. Um, whereas when you're a player, you come off the pitch and your legs are, are so tired and you just want to lie down. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's my first year um, as a full-time coach, you know, and working under Phil, working alongside uh, Jay and Patrick. You know, it's it's been fantastic. And that's a thing with, with professional sports. You know, it's not always, it's not always good, but it's not always... Um, low, you know, you gotta learn to to take the highs with the highs and the lows with the lows, and not get too high and not get too low. Try and stay, you know, stay grounded um, and humble. And I think that's the main thing going forward. And again, the first year as a coach, I think six months in to uh, coaching, 
I love it, you know, and something that I, I would I would want to do for as long as I can. Be honest, though. Are there moments where you're watching a game, you start thinking, man, I want to get out there? Oh, there's, there's a lot of times for sure. It's like I, had, I wish I was just on there to maybe put the ball in the net myself or hit a tackle or make a nice pass, something like that. And, you know, I join in with some training sessions and all the game. Um, but I know I've, felt, I've made the, the right decision um, at the right time of my career to uh, retire playing and go into coaching. And, you know, I, I haven't regretted it one bit. I've, I've, I've really enjoyed the challenge. Um, and it's something that will, that will keep me going uh, because now I, I'm not a, a veteran player. I'm a young coach. So I feel young again. <laughs> there you go. Well, Daryl, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for this and best of luck this weekend. Thanks so much for the chat. Tomorrow, Winnipeg Sea Bears back on their home court at seven o'clock for a date with the Montreal Alliance, who picked up a narrow eighty-five or eighty-nine eighty-five win over Winnipeg last week. Sea Bears also dropped a three-point decision at home to the Rattlers Tuesday night as they missed their first chance to clinch a playoff spot. They're starting to hear footsteps. The Calgary Surge, who will be here Sunday afternoon, are just a game back of the Sea Bears for first in the West. Earlier today, I caught up with forward Shane Osayande, who is averaging. 2.9 points per game and 4.9 rebounds per contest in his 10 games with the team. Started by asking the 30-year-old from Toronto and graduate of University of Saskatchewan, how's experience in Winnipeg has been so far? I think things have been uh, great. Um, definitely surprised with the, the turnout with the fans. The fans have shown an amazing amount of love and generosity. Everyone's always um, giving us high fives, taking photos, and just showing great support in the at the games and just with the city of uh, Winnipeg just uh, so much to do just going down downtown going to some uh, restaurants going to the forts things like that so it's been great at this point in your pro career then where does it rank so far in terms of the the experience you've had uh definitely at top one of the top ones for sure just because uh just from the fan base perspective I've never had um, a city show this much love. It feels like it's like a sports city. And that's something I guess you uh, you didn't quite experience in Saskatchewan when you were playing there? Um, Saskatchewan, yes, I have experienced it, but not at, not at this level. Right. Like we, sell, we sell out the tickets and um, sell out all the seats, and it's what sold out with 7,000 7, seats, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, the, the home opener was that. I think I think it's a bit less for, for most nights, but, I mean, you sold out Tuesday night in the nationally televised game, and, and when every game kind of goes down to the wire, that obviously makes the atmosphere pretty important because you're playing in a lot of tight games. Yeah, honestly. So when, when it gets down to that Elam ending and you have your fans engaged in it, screaming, uh, cheering on people, the opposing team shooting free throws, it definitely helps. Now, it didn't go your way Tuesday night against the Rattlers there where, it, you know, it was literally next point wins, which is which is incredible. I think that's like the peak of, of Elam endings, target score time, where both teams are at 96 and you need 97 to win. Uh, but t- to lose a game in which you had a chance to pl- clinch a playoff spot, what does that do to your confidence and what does it do to motivate the team going into tomorrow night's game? 
it doesn't do nothing to our confidence. We're still confident in our in our team and our strategies, in each other and our coaching staff. Um, it does give us a motivation to to understand that you got to play basketball for 40 minutes. You can't just play just in the Elam, just in the fourth quarter. So it does motivate us to just be better and always want to give us our give our best because we know that all the opposing teams are hunting for us and going to give us their best. Now you've been added to the starting lineup the last two games. How did that change come about? Um, uh, that's more so with the coaching stuff. You got to ask the coaches. I feel more so just with the last couple of games we've played, just uh, the other teams kind of had like it's more of a stretch five or small ball. So it was in our favor. We have a deep team, so we can kind of insert a lot of players anywhere. How would you say your game has translated to the CEBL again, coming back from where you played overseas during the, uh, I guess, the CEBL offseason? Um, it's definitely different um, playing overseas and coming back to the CEBL just because usually when you go overseas, it's just you and maybe one or two other imports. And when you come back to the CBL, it's just everyone who's Canadian or American or maybe even from one person from overseas. So the skill level is definitely higher. And uh, just different teams, different roles. So definitely with the Seabirds, I have a different role. So. And what is that role? Really just to bring energy, play defense, rebound, try to uh, protect our paint. And score anytime I have the the opportunities to. I've noticed when you're on the court, definitely a presence inside, big time on the boards. And and how much fun is it? What does it feel like when you block a shot and it, it keys a fast break the other way? A block shot is definitely one of my um, favorite things to do, besides like dunking on somebody or dunking. A block shot just uh, it just brings it gives your team the bench, the crowd energy, and it just uh, instills like a fear into your opposing team, just like you're not getting nothing easy inside. What's been your experience learning and watching Teddy Allen play basketball this year, one of the top scorers in the league? Uh, just just always be confident. Trust in your uh, the work you put in. Trust in your, your skill level and who you are. And you see him go out there and just do incredible things, and he does them in practice, and you see him work on it. So, yeah, you just got to stay ready for the opportunity. Have you played with someone before that has his kind of confidence where he'll shoot it from anywhere and know that there's a good chance it goes in? Um, a few. A very select few. And how about looking down the lineup as well? Someone like Jelani Watson-Gale, who we had on the show last week, he comes over from, from England, and is probably the best six man in the in the league. What confidence does that give a team when you know the first guy off the bench can be so capable? It gives your team a lot of uh, confidence. Jelani has been great for us. And just knowing that even on your bench, there's so much depth. You've got guys like him, Simon, Tyler, uh, Michael, like the whole bench is like could be starters on any other team. So it really it really makes us feel more confident when we go to play a team that's not as deep. Now, in the target score time, there's been a lot of close finishes for your team this year. I think one of the coolest things is every game ends in a bucket. So when 
whether it's Watson Gailey's had a few, we've seen Glenn Yang hit a winner. Teddy Allen did it in Edmonton the other day. What's it like when the game just ends on a walk-off and your crowd goes nuts? How does that feel as a player? Um, it, it must feel great. I haven't had one, so I can't. No, I mean, like any... being part of the team, though. That that you know, you just uh, it's over. We just won. Oh yeah, so it's a, it's always good to just win. You know, like you you've been fighting for what somewhat forty minutes, and then the Elam, and like you said, like with the last game, next point win. So if you're lucky enough to get that next point, for sure, it's a it's a rally. It's, it's definitely exciting. So you're taking on Montreal tomorrow night and your previous experience against Montreal. It was a, a real close one, but you came out on the on the wrong side of things. And it was a recent meeting, too. So the fact that you played them not that long ago, uh, back on July 3rd, it was a four-point loss in a game that was close all the way through. How much knowledge do you gain from that game that you can use tomorrow night? Gain a, uh, a lot of knowledge just by um, the same team you're playing, you're probably bringing out the same group of guys. So you're familiar with the team, especially when you just play them. So you know they're going to be running some of the what similar sets. So you um, you just have to kind of work on what you did the last game that didn't work and try to be better at that and kind of continue the things that were working. What does Montreal do well? They're they're a very athletic team. They like to uh, spread spread you out and and flash, and they get up and down really quickly. What do you think your team's best at? Our team's best at a, a lot of things. We're we're just overall good. We're we're great at rebounding, scoring from the outside, um, and we got a, a very deep bench. Guys, you can just plug in. Looking at yourself now, I'm just checking the box score here. You played just over five minutes, uh, and foul trouble was a, was a problem for you that night. For you, when you when you're playing a team again, where you didn't get to play all that much, do you have a personal a personal sense of oh, I want to get out there and show this team more than I did last time? Uh, not against, not for the team, more so for myself. Just knowing that um, I need to help my team and be better with uh, fouls and taking fouls and trying to be more selective when, when I choose to try to block a shot or be or try to go and help just because my team can definitely use me. Right. So the fact that you can clinch a playoff spot again, uh, you're getting so close to, to the end of the season here. There's only five games left. Uh, do you guys talk about playoffs at all in the locker room or is it just business? No, it's it's strictly business. It's just taking it a taking it a game at a time, and also like we for sure have our our goals, and then we're just trying to just knock them down one by one. Now, a couple more before I let you go here. You mentioned you you love playing in Winnipeg. When you were in school in Saskatchewan, you you came here, but it was in the winter time. How much better do you enjoy your time here now that it's not really cold? A thousand, a thousand, a thousand more times. Better. It's way better in the summer than it is the winter. I'll tell you that much. I, just... I, uh, I, I enjoy it a lot. Like there's more to do, more things to see. And plus, when I came in the winter, it was only for maybe a day or two. Right. 
So you'd see the hotel, you'd see the basketball gym, and then you'd leave. Yeah, you see, um, what is it called, Patach Place? Portage Place? Portage Place, yeah. Portage Place, so yeah. That was, um, that was about it. So what's left for you to, to do off the off the court before the season's over? Do you have anything you, you need to check out in Winnipeg before the season ends? A um, couple more golf courses. I want to see a um, couple golf courses. I kind of went to a couple uh, a driving range. I think Saint Lucia it's called, and or Saint Vital, Saint Fatal, Saint Fatal, and I think I want to. I tried a course. I don't remember the name, but I definitely want to get out to another one and do the eighteen. So, are you a big golf guy? Yeah, I like to golf. Definitely, you- I just started last year. So um, I'm not the greatest, but just love the game. So do you find it t- tough as a guy who's pretty tall? You're six seven. I'm six five, and I had to get my clubs extended. But do you find yeah. it tough tough as a tall guy to golf? Because it's not exactly a tall guy sport. No. I, so my first year, it was definitely hard because the same reasons you said. So this year, I went and got my own my own set of clubs and kind of got them extended and got some grips on them. So it's way better. So what do you have? Uh, what I guess, what's you? Do you have a handicap, or is or is it too early to to get into that kind of target uh, score? I mean, I'm like I'm I'm trying to crack a hundred. Okay. I'm like at one hundred five right okay. now. Okay. Okay. What about you? Uh, I'm. I mean, I've barely played this year, but I in my heyday when I got got to golf uh-huh. more, I was like in the eighties. But now okay. now I'm the same way. I'm like if I get under hundred. I'm feeling pretty good about myself, but uh, do you have guys on the team that love to golf with you? Uh, some guys, I got got them out. We went to a driving range, so it was it was nice. With a lot of goofy swings. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some guys are were getting it very surprisingly, very quickly too. I we get got guys like Glenn, EJ, Steph. I get the feeling like athletes you know pro athletes are just good at a lot of things generally so the fact that you can pick it up easily i probably i guess it probably isn't too surprising oh yeah that's true well shane appreciate your time tonight thanks for this best of luck this weekend and we'll see you at the game tomorrow night thanks for everything thanks for having me well thank you very much for listening to the cjob sports show podcast if you like what you heard guess what you can hear more Every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that they should come to this.